0: Do
1: my thing. I wanna get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count
2: it off? One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, fun, two, three, fun, one, two, fun, truth, fun, fun, welcome, welcome, welcome to the African American Man Podcast Show, The Tough Love Messenger. I am your host. Vision. Our message and agenda is encouraging accountability, leadership among the African-American man within our communities. You can find us at itrnradio.com. Hello, 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 and Happy New Year. I hope everybody had a decent holiday, safe holiday. And I'm sure we came up with New Year's resolutions that we're going to break before February the 1st, which then will be Black History Month. But again, this is the Tough Love Messenger. It's spelled the T-U-F-F-L-U-V Messenger. You can also listen to us on Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and Google Play. It's been a good year, and hopefully that we're going to come together um, during this Uh, time, first part of the year, that uh, we have an opportunity to work collectively in our communities, especially with the uh, elections coming up. Um, Not that I want to get political, but unfortunately, I might have to uh, for the next six months. Lady Future, let's clip it.
3: These polls and I'm just in the in the in the streets and I'm hearing people talk about 2024 and I'm not hearing the excitement. I, you know, even in 2020, people were like, well, they weren't excited about Biden, but they really didn't want Trump. But now I'm a little worried that people aint they're not excited enough about the Biden Harris administration. Are you getting this, are you getting similar vibes or are you hearing something different?
4: Oh, it's worse than that. Uh, indeed, a poll just uh, disclosed that 22 percent of black folks intend to support Trump or they do at this point. And I think a lot of that, yes, what I hear on the street, you know, I operate on the streets and in the suites. Uh, So the the brothers (laughs) on the street, uh, when I go back to the community center in Detroit and my affiliations that remain, those who are recovering from the street life, um, their uh, sense is that black men in particular admire his bravado and his focus on uh, business and economics and it's kind of like they're getting the three card molly as i tell these brothers uh they're about to throw the red Man. card on you because it's all a con in my opinion uh the things that trump is saying to cater to black folks they talk about him letting black prisoners out uh yeah he let a few high profile out and that was once again game my friend whom i have been working with since he's been on release southwest t from bmf whom i've known for many years well he was let out by trump at the last minute you have uh little wayne who was headed toward a 12-year sentence two weeks before trump uh, pardoned him so these are the things you're hearing in the community i had three guys come before me while i was serving as uh, as a judge on on television and by the way i was a sitting judge in detroit i like to make that known to folks for five years but I asked, uh, "How do you feel about Trump?" Because I was feeling the temperature, and everybody was saying, "All the brothers coming back from home, they love Trump." And sure enough, on my show, that's what they were saying. And then Kwame Kilpatrick, the former mayor of Detroit, who was raised as a black nationalist uh, and and mayor of a eighty percent. Uh, Black City, he is now a Trump supporter once he came out because Trump uh, 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 pardoned him. So those are the things that he's been doing to infiltrate, as I say, our community at the grassroots level.
2: You know, that's why I mentioned earlier um, in the opening comments about the politics. Um, We really need to take this seriously. Now, I don't like Trump any more than anybody else does. You know, I've been pissed off uh, ever since uh, about the five um, kids that uh, he went after and put out a full page. So I'm just telling you where my feelings about him lie. But again, um, it's bothering me that the Democrats won our vote and Biden had the nerve to say, if you don't vote for me, I'm not black. Now That's a lot of nerve. Now, my only issue with both democrat and republican is where is the reparations that's all that's all i want to know i want to know where's the reparations and i want to know where are the african-american men in politics working together where we are going to get some reparations because clearly if we don't get the reparations we're going to be out the game and i can go all day on that subject lady future let's clip it for black people right. no, it's not.
5: Right. say that again bro.
4: we don't have
5: a savior we are, say, we, we, are. are we, we are who we've been waiting on. Right. That's We are who we've been waiting on.
6: Yes, sir. That's right.
5: So that's why we're getting together in Detroit right now, yes, setting the standard, yes, setting the bar yes, up in our hoods, yes, with our chest out, yes, with our women yes, and our children, yes, saying we're done with this shit. Yes, sir. That's right.
7: Take, your Take your time. Take your time. That's right. So, we got to understand here the educational program that you have to be able to figure out whether it will go on the right lines where the people will end up in a situation where they can be able to really control themselves. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, with no education, the people who take this local foundation and start stealing money because they won't be really educated to why it's the people's thing anyway. You understand what I'm saying? With no education, you have neocolonialism instead of colonialism, like you got in uh, uh, Africa now, like you got in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in uh, Haiti. So, what we're talking about is there has to be. Uh, education the program, that's very important. As a matter of fact, we are so important for us that a person has to go through six weeks of our political education before he can consider himself a member of the party, able to even run down ideology for the party.
2: You know, um, the brother that was speaking first, that was Zeke, <clears throat> he's the leader of the new era Detroit. And what they're doing is they're taking back their communities, right? Again, there's many of us that understand We're the people we've been waiting on. It's about us. And then the second part of the segment, that was Fred Hampton. So brothers have been deep since the 60s. But what is the carrot, what is the diversionary tactic that they use to stop us from reaching our God potential goals and where we're supposed to be? We have the greatest potential. There's no reason why but now it's time to say what it's gonna look like if you don't. Lady Future, let's clip it.
8: It's about to get a whole hell of a lot worse now with this budget cut in play. Like I said in my last short, there is a big budget cut crisis here in New York City, which is going to trickle or have a domino effect in the quality of life here in New York City. Now, with that being said, guys, crime is going to skyrocket because not only are cops leaving still in droves, but now they have a hiring freeze for more officers. Then you have sanitation doing less pickup of garbage, which in turn means more rats in the city, which means the, again, quality of life taking a nosedive. So New York City is going to look like 1980s, 1970s New York City all over again, especially with the fentanyl and the drug crisis that we also have growing here in New York City and crime being unchecked as it is now, Forget about the next couple of years. This is going to get disastrously bad for every New Yorker that still lives here.
2: Perfect segment into what I wanted to get into. We're real good about talking about things that may happen to us in a negative way regarding living. But he could only go far because he clearly said it's going to be like New York, 1967, all over again. But it's time for us to go in year 2045, year 2065. What is it going to look like in our communities? And with them closing schools, we didn't even mention about uh, closing uh, businesses in our community. It's bad enough as it is. And we'll talk about that later on in the show. Lady Future, let's clip it
9: know who need is but it's grinding season. You got October, November, and December. No, I can't go to the club with you type of season. We got food at the house kind of season. Do anybody got food stamps kind of season? I mean, I'm going to get a box of noodles and make it stretch kind of season. I can get the dollar Michelin and dinners every day to make it stretch kind of season. No, I can't go out with you even if you pay. I ain't got money for parking. I ain't got money to get in the club. I ain't got money to even be around it. I stopped drinking, but it, it just ain't that kind of season if I was. Like, it, no, I can't be around people who don't get it. I can't be around people who's going to be at distraction yes i can go to events that fill my mind up yes i can work out yes i can go to church yes i can go and be around people who are on the same thing that i'm on yes i can meditate yes i can fast it's a sacrificial type of season it's we got investments coming up we got properties to buy we got business businesses to start it's that kind of season you know it don't matter about what you make it don't it don't matter about what's in your bank account and your savings right now it's that i'm adding to type of season. I'm grinding it out type of season. I will sacrifice a meal to meet my goal. Like, Please do not play with me. It's that kind of season. I was already good with managing my money, but I'm a dog in fourth quarter.
2: <laughs> like the sister said, I'm a dog in the fourth quarter. Um, The season that she mentioned, the latter part, it's a season, but unfortunately, Black folks and African Americans, because we're behind decades, It's a lifestyle type of season because you're talking about generational wealth. But as I was speaking to one of my colleagues today, I said, we talk about generational wealth, what we learn from European process of way of thinking. But Africans have always set the standard. Where is the generational history? See, we can talk about the wealth, And we're struggling getting there because we're not even at the wealth part. Let's start at the history part, which will help create the wealth. We got to pass along this history. And when the African-American man is not in the household, you can't expect the African-American mother to handle everything. Something is going to go through the cracks. Lady Future, let's clip it.
9: Somebody got to
0: say it. And I'm to say it. Fellas, a lot of these women ain't wife material. You want to know why? I'll kill you. These bitches ain't wife material because they were not raised by a wife. They never seen their mother get loved properly by a man. They never witnessed their mother have respect and show appreciation and take care of her man. They've never seen effective communication. They've never witnessed teamwork. The only thing that they've witnessed is the sacrifice that their mother probably had to make to survive. Never witnessed any sacrifices made towards happiness, towards family, towards appreciation, towards the future. and then a lot of us are taught to protect our heart and stay guarded and don't need a man for nothing. And a lot of women carry the bitterness that their father left with their mother. but I don't know shit, don't shoot the
10: messenger.
2: I'm out. This clip just completely explains why. It's so important to have the African-American man in the family and be an African-American father for so all of those domino effects based on the absence of the African-American man in the household. Lady Future, let's
11: clip it. Entrepreneurs are winning. Why do you think that is? Mm, ooh, you're not gonna like my answer. One thing that they did during slavery is that they made sure to emasculate the man Right, and they make the woman powerful. And the reason why they made the woman powerful is because primary caretakers of the babies. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna do everything that we can to make sure our babies live. Things are put in place so black women can feel like they don't need a man. So you think it's designed to separate and conquer? You can tell when there's not a father in the household. The kids carry themselves mm-hmm. a different way. Mm-hmm. And you can see that they're lacking something, especially the boys. Mm-hmm. This narrative about being this independent black woman. because mm-hmm. you never hear another race say that? We need to get rid of that narrative. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be one person over the other. Yeah. You should be working together together yeah. to build.
12: Yeah, that's really the reason why we're doing so well. Yes. They're promoting it.
11: They're promoting it.
12: And I think word is more palatable. Right. You know, black men, they're more their competition.
11: They are, and they are not afraid to speak their mind. So all of the grants, all of this stuff for black women, black women this, black women that,
12: what about
11: the
2: men? I really like this clip. I enjoyed it, and I like the honesty of this sister. And as a man, African-American proud man, I could listen to that and say, oh, yeah, see, listen to this. But because I'm a proud African-American man and I grew up, having a proud African father and the community of African-American men fathers, how do we let somebody infiltrate in our community? Game recognized game. That should have never happened. So at the end of the day, after you get through beating your chest, ask yourself, how did this happen? You abandoned the community. You weren't at the post. Lady Future, let's clip it that black people can do today to affect change in our community number one
5: stop supporting rap music Mm -hmm. rap music profits from our destruction they do nothing but promote negative stereotypes about black people number two stop voting for democrats my favorite democrats have been using black people for the last 60 years they do nothing but use us for our votes number three if you know a man that's not taking care of his children call him and let him know that he's a disgusting piece of trash and he's the reason why the main reason why the black community is in the situation that it's in right now number four stop supporting race hustlers like black lives matter they do nothing but profit from our division and number five my favorite stop looking at white people to fix our
13: problems Look at black
5: folks to fix the problem because we're the ones in it.
2: I always like when somebody, um, what they say, what's that saying? Like-minded, you you need to hang around like-minded people who think like you. Uh, again, thank you, sir. Lady Future, let's clip it.
14: Just done right, your home becomes a spiritual recharge center where you can break away From the wickedness of the world, let your firewall down and come home to a place of pure love where you can plug into and extract peace and power. The last thing that a man wants to come home to after fighting in this world is to have to go round two with his own woman. And the last thing a woman wants to come home to after fighting in this world is to find a man that ain't been fighting at all.
2: I like that one. That's why I like this, brother. Both sides balance. But that knockout dropped the mic that a man has been sitting on the couch and ain't been fighting at all. Lady Future, let's clip it.
15: Need to be reinforcing the same stuff that teachers teach in class at home. I need y'all to get how serious the situation is. Today I have a test. I have students who don't wanna show up for the test because they cannot read on grade level and they know the test is gonna be hard. Because tests are hard and they can't read on grade level, they're going to engage in problem behaviors. Do you know there's a strong correlation between the level of literacy a person has and behavior problems that they have? Do you know that when I first got into my education class, the one, the first thing they said is they said that prisons will determine how many beds they need based on third grade reading scores. Because there's a strong correlation between reading scores, math scores, and behavior problems. I want you to imagine you are a kid and your teacher asks you to read and you're nervous because you know you can't read and people are gonna make fun of you. So you do one, of two things. Either you make yourself a joke and you start disrupting the class in the hopes that you either get kicked out or you can avoid that situation altogether, or you do something aggressive and get kicked out of class. Task avoidance, something like that. Your parents get called, you go home, you get scolded, you get your butt whooped, but you're still not learning, you're not growing, you're not doing anything all because of something that can be easily avoided by working with your children at home to supplement what they're learning in school. Because 50 minutes is not enough time to teach your child a lot of stuff. It has to be reinforced.
2: And this teacher is speaking the truth. Now, in terms of looking into the future, there's gonna be a couple of generations that are not gonna be around here by year 2040. I'm thinking 20 years from now, because it's about to be 2025 in a few months. And I'm just saying, I know it just started 2024, but let's think about 2025. And we add another 20 years onto that 2025, which means 2045. Now, where I'm going with this is there was a time when we focused on on, on education, that would be the baby boomer generation, people who were born in the 1950s. Now, let's go up another 20 years, as I just did, to the 1970s. So all of the people that were born in the 70s and that they have kids in the 90s, what percentage of those kids are reading at grade level? So now even if you have the African-American father in a household, he can't read. This is what we're looking at. Not to mention that they said um, financially we'll be at zero by 1951. And that's why my projection is, or prediction, is by year 2065, we're going to be in what I call economic slavery. Meaning we're working for everybody else and making crumbs. Because nobody else will hire you. Lady Future, let's clip it.
0: As literally came a war zone it's like a project gotham city and our mayor is the penguin dc is the only place where you can get shot by a 12 year old in a hoodie with a switch driving a red kia you can have three crimes committed on you just by pumping the gas you can get robbed shot and kidnapped all at once it's literally call of duty out this bit they will rob you for a crack iphone with no service and a piece of bubble gum i think they just out here robbing for cool points at rp hey seriously what kind of super dope is these new niggas on. Cause crackheads in the 80s didn't even do this shit here. and these some healthy, strong, young motherfuckers too. I don't feel safe no more. I feel like I gotta walk out my house with body armor on just to take out my trash. all this hatred in your heart, ain't there some wars y'all niggas can fight? Pick one. Cause you're fighting over hoods that you can't even afford or own. Go fight for our country. Go do that shit. Make your mama and your daddy and your grandmas proud. Y'all don't even love yourself to pull up your pants before you commit a crime. They can identify you by draw color. I've seen a lot of y'all committing crimes in your little former meals in your little jailhouse draws. I'm just saying, can we bring back the draft? And I ain't talking about the NBA because I'm feeling a little lumberjacky. I'm about to start making make a serpent go out in the country. Give me some pigs and some chickens, some hens and some goats. Shoot, be the queen pen of my farm because I'm, I'm tired of the city now. Fuck this.
2: I got to tell you, as you hear people express, you know, there's, there's not a sense of Calmness in their delivery. You are hearing emotion, passion, and some serious concern for the future, lady future. Let's clip it.
3: Well, I've, I've learned as I'm getting older. We all learn every day. But rich people don't spend their money. Mm-hmm. They keep. They get their, They make their money. The vast majority of them, they keep that, mm-hmm. and they take out other loans. And they pay back those loans in increments and keep their lump sum of money. Right. And use that loan to make other money, mm-hmm. to put back in that lump sum.
11: Mm-hmm. Flipping it. And flipping keep it. flipping it, keep flipping
3: yeah. it. What we do is, broke people, me included, we go out and make money, go out and spend all our money on something, and then try to make more money. Right. So we keep beating our heads against the wall the whole time and keep having to work until we're 50, 60, working at at Walmart, mm-hmm. or working at Walgreens until we 55. Mm-hmm you should be somewhere chilling in retirement yeah. and your money looking at your stocks dividends. And, your, and watching yeah. your money and spending dividends come on or
9: investing on, uh. to where you're making is for you yeah. exactly. mm-hmm.
3: now you got people like me and other people who are learning and letting us know that right you know, I think, if i learn I'm, I'm gonna bring it to everybody that's how i roll mm-hmm. if you look like me i'm gonna tell you
12: <laughs> and i love that
3: yeah, yeah. I'm, i don't give a damn who you are. Give a, if you look like me i'm gonna let you know hey so look. it's called lifting as you climb I, I got you if got i don't you. do it
2: who will now as negative as cancer is That mindset is what I would wish that would run through the African-American community in a rapid way. Because if we don't start looking at it, um, the homeless population with the African-American community will probably go up at least 75 to 80 percent yearly for the next 30 years after
14: 2025
13: lady future let's clip it no chaser did you hear what the president of ghana
14: said
16: at the u.n conference about descendants of slavery if not listen up it is time to acknowledge openly that much of europe and the united states have been built from the vast wealth harvested from the sweat tears blood and horrors of the transatlantic slave trade and the centuries of colonial exploitation. Maybe we should also admit that it cannot be easy to build confident and prosperous societies from nations that for centuries have their natural resources looted and their peoples traded as commodities. For centuries, the world has been unwilling and unable to confront the realities of the consequences of the slave trade. But gradually, this is changing and it is time to bring the subject of reparations firmly to the fore. Granted, the current generations are not the ones that engage in the slave trade, but that grant in human enterprise was state-sponsored and deliberate, and its benefits are clearly interwoven with the present-day economic architecture of the nations that designed and executed it. Reparations must be paid for the slave trade. No amount of money No amount of money will ever make up for the horrors but it would make the point that evil was perpetrated, was perpetrated. that millions of productive Africans were snatched from the embrace of our continent and put to work in the Americas and the Caribbean without compensation for their labor. If there are any hesitations In some minds about the paying of reparations, it is worth considering the fact that when slavery was abolished, the slave owners were compensated for the loss of the slaves because the human beings were labeled as property, deemed to be commodities. Surely, this is a matter that the world must confront and can no longer ignore. The African Union has authorized Ghana to hold a global conference on the issue in November in Accra.
14: What I'm trying to find out though is, uh, are uh, Americans invited to this conference in Ghana? I would love to be there. Hit your boy up, let me know if it's something that I can do, you know what I'm saying?
2: It's not much more for me to say, but I will say this, there's more and more conversations about reparations. But I would encourage and let me say this, that maybe it's my responsibility to express if we do not get reparations, our future generations will be what I call again an economic slavery. And the picture of that is we will be in compounds and how they design it throughout each one of the states is where we'll be housed. We'll only be out during the day when the sun is up because that's the only time they can see us you know not that i'm running the dozen when the sun goes down it is kind of hard to see a black person right call it what it is however my point being is your work that you do the field work that you do the labor that you do you will not get a salary it will be you'll be rewarded and paid through shelter and being fed, sort of like being in jail. The only difference is you're going to be allowed to go out between sunrise and sunset. And it's coming. Lady Future, let's clip it.
11: I y'all why
17: Black Americans will never advance, why we will never catch up to other groups. We could sit and ponder and talk and think about all these ways that Black Americans have been disadvantaged, which is true. But let me tell you why today, Black Americans will never advance. We not only accept mediocrity in our community, we applaud it, we encourage it, and we celebrate it. Now, when I'm telling Black women to stop accepting crumbs of being a baby mother, because being a baby mother off-whip is going to be a struggle, not only for you, but for your fatherless child, I get pushback on that. Why am I getting pushback for telling a black woman that it's not a positive to be a baby mother? Are y'all okay? Black Americans too often have the rhetoric of, well, if it makes them happy, I mean, who, who am I to, you know, we gotta let them be whatever makes them happy. Black Americans chase what makes them happy instead of chasing a purpose. I know that as a black woman in this country, my purpose is to advance my group. So yes, I'm going to tell black women, stop having children out of wedlock. What are you doing? You're going out bad. You look crazy as hell. Yes, I'm going to say that because we too often will go to a black unwed single mother's baby shower and bring the baby shower meatballs and clap. Meanwhile, the baby father nowhere to be around. But when little Johnny turns 13, picks up a gun and joins a gang, we're like, oh my gosh, what happened? Well, you were just applauding the single motherhood that probably resulted in the gang violence. Not. Am I saying that every single mother and every child of a single mother gets into gangs or becomes a negative statistic? No.
2: Again, when you hear people speak, you're hearing a lot of passion and concern for the future. And now you hear people talking about it. Lady Future, let's clip it. Success today for raising a
5: black child. If you can get your child in and out of high school with a diploma, reading at grade level, not at sixth grade level, not at seventh grade level, but reading at 12th grade level without a jail record and without a child, you have just succeeded. You have laid the foundation for the rest of that child's life. That's success. That's the new success when it comes to raising our children. But guess what? We're not even doing that. That's not even happening. Let's say first things first, second things never. Let's do the first thing.
2: Save our children. You can't say it any better than that. And when he said the new normal, the new success, the sister before was saying we accept mediocrity that was not the standard when we were coming up. Lady Future, let's
18: clip it. Supporting black business, it's just not going to solve the problem of poverty and inequality and wealth. I tried to deal with this a little bit, I mean, but the short version is black businesses target black people. Black people don't have any money. From 1992 to 2012, black people created 2 million plus businesses and captured, went, the capture of the national sales revenue went down from a paltry 1% to like 0.3%. The point is that black people can't create businesses in the sectors of the economy that generate real wealth. Black businesses don't have enough to hire many people. They don't have benefits. They're not paying people. In fact, most black businesses pay people below the average national salary. And again, because they, if, if, and we see it all the time, this is why, and people get mad when they see these people, they get to a certain size and then they sell out or they sell to the white business that buys them up. Well, that's ultimately what you want in the capitalist economy. That's the goal, to get big enough to a bigger, because you can't expand. It's not that supporting black business is wrong, right? If I want to buy a cookie or a chocolate or a candle,
14: sure, I prefer if I can if I can support a business from my people. I think the danger, as, as you say in, in your book and in, in, in your work, is believing that that's our path to black liberation, right? Like we can't buy black our way to
2: freedom, uh, which is is part of the the danger of this propaganda. See, this is where I have an issue. And it's okay for us to have different outlooks, but you can't say we don't have money when we generate $1.2 trillion annually. And I'm sure it's going up. So that's not the truth. The truth is we don't have the culture of cultural collectivity in terms of how we think and how we approach things because why would we have to have a conversation about supporting black business you just do it naturally just like you wake up and yarn and fart in the morning you do it naturally lady future let's clip it
19: many kids around the world okay um Now, this message specifically going to be for my black and brown community because that's, you know, that's I'm I'm a mother of one. So but I've taught many kids Mm. all around the world, Indian, Asian, you name it. And I've been in the homes where these kids come home. They're either tutoring. They're either doing some type of outside activity, but they don't turn on a TV. They don't turn on a phone. Mm. They don't turn on anything till they finish that academic or that activity that's going to advance them when I'm talking mm. about like playing a piano mm-hmm. or some type of instrument okay. so there's something given to them besides coming home eating snacks that ain't no good for us mm-hmm. watching tv or mm. listening to pound town whatever, whatever the rest of the song go because they know all that mm-hmm. we need mm-hmm. to get back to making our kids read I don't it's What's 20 minutes? These kids working for an hour.
2: You know, I got to tell you, and it's many of us all across our culture in terms of education, profession, that we're realizing that we're losing. And because we have not felt that it's a crisis, we're good at talking about it rather than doing something about it. And I feel strongly that we will, but it's unfortunately we're gonna to have to be scared into working together. Lady Future, let's clip it.
7: It's forever lost. We have to pay money to find out our history. And when I talk about this shit, this shit makes me so sad. It almost makes me shed tears because sometimes I still look at pictures to this day and see a black man hung with his hands tied behind his back with fire coming up off his feet. I'm like, God damn, how many ways you trying to kill him? He already can't free himself, but you still put fire on his feet too? When I look at that, I look at that's my people. He could, you know, the generation down that could somebody be, be a relative to me? I always think about what have we done as a species or as, a, as, as people? What have we done so much for people to hate us? Why? Why what? Why? I don't understand it. And for that reason of me not understanding, I know a lot of people don't understand it. And if you ain't ain't lived in it, or if you ain't lived in the skin like this, you'll never understand it.
2: And that's a boxer. Again, not that there's anything wrong with being a boxer. Ali was a boxer, and he was one of the most influential individuals in the world. And he was a boxer.
12: But he was also highly educated.
2: Lady Future, let's clip it.
12: Nobody's really talking about it, but somebody explained to me how this young man, Javante Davis, he's a boxer out of Baltimore, literally buying the block back. Wanted to put the city back on the map and make them affordable housing for people who were less fortunate because he understands the struggle. That's where he came from. He was fighting for a reason, not just for his family, but for the fact that where he came from was not for the privileged. And somebody literally set the house on fire. That's wild to me. And then they wonder why people get all this money that's from the hood and they don't turn back, they don't look back. Because where you come from, it be the most haters and it's hurtful when it's sad because you mad because I'm blowing up. I done blew up, I done got up here and you right here, but that's not my fault. I kept grinding, I kept hustling and I'm trying to bring it back to you, but you're not allowing me to do that. That is so wild. Nobody's really talking about this, and I feel so bad for that young man. All that money he spent, and he ain't even bought. He, I mean, come on. The block, y'all set it on fire. That's wild to me. That is so messed up for real on so many levels. We cannot do anything for Black people, man. I swear. Not all of us, but a lot of us. We we haven't we haven't made it up. We haven't made it there yet. We're not mentally there yet, and it's sad. It's really sad.
2: The mental part is the problem that concerns me the most uh, and and the the lack of the cultural collectivity and it's just like anything else you know a lot of people measure based on a pie they make a circle and they say you want half the pie or a quarter of the pie or two-thirds of the pie or a quarter of the pie i always like to do it like the way they did us use it as a human body let that be your vision when you decide So even if you have 10% of your body sacrificed, to the eye, a person can see that. Now, let's take 50% of the body, because I would say 50% of our population thinks the way this young lady just described. And so when you start thinking about 60%, 70%, there's really not much left of the body. Think about it. Lady Future, let's clip it.
8: Sadio Mane, a Senegalese footballer and forward for the Al-Nusr club, is transforming his village Bambali into a city. He built a $600,000 hospital. He built a $300,000 school. He gives $76 per month to each family. He provides 4G internet to them. He's building a post office. Sadio Mane earns over $40 million a year But unlike many other athletes, he spends the majority of that money, not on luxuries, but on helping others. Once in an interview with a Ghanaian newspaper, Sadio Mane said, Why would I want 10 Ferraris, 20 diamond watches, and 2 jet planes? What will these objects do for me and for the world? Now, because I play, I can help people. What do you think about this?
2: That's one of those comments. Drop the mic. Do I need to say any more? but he's from Africa and he clearly understands the struggle. Lady Future, let's clip it.
10: Well, you know how we know? This is, this is when I was like, no one can ever argue against reparations again because during the pandemic, we printed money. Mm-hmm. Like Wait, overnight, quickly, yes. trillions of dollars, just like that. Mm-hmm. We've always been told we can't expand any of these social safety net programs because we cannot afford it. We pass a military spending bill every year and we printed money overnight to save businesses mm-hmm. right. largely during a pandemic uh, who did not spend that money. Reparations is restitution
11: mm-hmm.
10: right. and reparations to me, um, is dealing with the fundamental issue that slavery was not a racist system. Slavery was a system of economic exploitation and racism is what justified it. And what we benignly call Jim Crow was really racial apartheid. Uh, We love to use euphemisms in this country to soften up um, what we've done. And that was also a system of exploitation. We like to think about drinking fountains, but it was to keep an exploitable class of labor, uh, to try to recreate um, the labor class of slavery as close as possible. We have a lot of wealth.
2: Like I said, um again, you're hearing people and more educated people, more common folks. We're talking about the reparations. We're going to need that money. Lady Future, let's clip it scared to call out our own flaws. If we can't even address the problem, how do we change the problem?
15: Statistically speaking, if you remove African Americans from the American population, violent crime would reduce by almost 80%. Think about that. If you remove 14% of the population, the violence in society reduces by 80 fucking percent. That in and of itself proves the point that there is a systemic problem within the African American community that we're too afraid to address. We don't address it, we can't solve it. Period. As African Americans, we're too scared to call out our own flaws. If we can't even address the problem, how do we change the problem? Statistically, speaking if you remove african americans from the american population violent crime would reduce by almost 80 percent. think about that if you remove 14 percent of the population the violence in society reduces by 80 fucking percent that in and of itself proves the point but there is a systemic problem within the african-american community that we're too afraid to address we don't address it we can't solve
2: period again that's where you drop the mic but that individual he's dropping heavy nuggets that's part of our issue is that we're in denial and we don't want to recognize what's exactly right in front of us. This can't continue because those who know that this exists and allows this to exist and turns a blind eye, when judgment day comes, trust me, you're the reason why. As that old saying from Malcolm, if you're not a part of the solution, you're a part of the problem. Lady Future,
1: let's clip it. I put my first brother in jail in 1994. He didn't mind going to jail. He would say, well, Judge, why are you bothering me? I can go to jail. Just go ahead and do it. I don't want to deal with your probation conditions and your anger management. And I'm not going to talk to the guy that I hit and resolve it so I cannot go to jail. I'll just do the year. We used to pick cotton, now we are the cotton. We are the product in the system, in the paid prisons that they make money off of. And they count on you guys not being able to handle your emotions. So you go. Not over millions of dollars. Not over the health and welfare of your wife and children. Some words. Every brother I sent to prison didn't know what the fight was about. All he knew is how he felt about it. I am my ego. I can't take that. I can't be disrespected. I need you to sit whatever nonsense happened today down because it matters to me what happens to my people.
2: You hear the emotion in this sister's voice, and this is a judge. She put in her first brother in 1994, and I'm sure there's thousands. This is clearly, clearly the result of an absent African-American father in the household and an absent African-American mentor in the community. Lady Future, let's clip it can
20: come to this country 50 years ago with nickels and dimes and no education and come here and pool their little nickels and dimes and set up little stores, develop these stores into larger stores, develop this into an industry which creates job opportunities for whites. And today the black man, according to the government economists, has spending power of $20 billion per year. We feel that with the black man spending $20 billion a year, not setting up any businesses, not creating any industry, not creating any job opportunities for his own kind, he's not in a moral position to point the finger today at the white man and tell the white man that he's discriminating against him for not giving him a job in factories that he himself set up. If the black man has $20 billion, and these so-called Negro leaders are such geniuses that they can integrate white restaurants and integrate white factories and integrate, force themselves into that which the white man has set up, they should use this same ingenuity to show the black people how to pool our wealth and set up something of our own.
2: This is where I like to say something, you know, somewhat funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. What he said, Lady Future, let's clip it.
4: In-N-Out Burger is the latest business to announce they will close their doors at their location in Oakland, California. In a statement, the Chief Operating Officer says this is due to ongoing issues with crime, citing car break-ins, property damage, theft, and armed robberies. The COO says the last day of business there in Oakland will be March 24th, 2024, after 18 years there. They say their top priority must be the safety and well-being of their customers and associates, saying, quote, we cannot ask them to visit or work in an unsafe environment.
2: Uh, It's starting to happen. And what are we going to do about it? I don't know. I can't think so for myself. I need somebody to tell me what to do. Please. Lady Future, let's clip it.
21: Psychology has a word that is probably used more than any other word in psychology. It is the word maladjusted. It is the ringing cry of modern child psychology. Maladjusted. Now, of course, we all want to live the well-adjusted life in order to avoid neurotic and schizophrenic personalities. But as I move toward my conclusion, I would like to say to you today, in a very honest manner that there are some things in our society and some things in our world for which I am proud to be maladjusted, and I call upon all men of goodwill to be maladjusted to these things until the good society is realized. I must honestly say to you that I never intend to adjust myself to racial segregation and discrimination. I never intend to adjust myself to religious bigotry. I never intend to adjust myself to economic conditions that will take necessities from the many to give luxuries to the few and leave millions of children smothering in an airtight cage of poverty in the midst of an affluent society.
2: Um, More and more, as time goes by, you'll begin to hear more and more speeches from Brother Martin Luther King and how elegant he was. Now this next person is also my main mentor. Lady Future, let's clip it.
6: When we say Afro-American, they think only of the Negroes in the United States, but they don't realize that two thirds of Brazil uh, consists of people of African blood, which means they're also Afro-American because Brazil is in South America. And in all of these, uh, many of these countries, in South America, and Central America, and even in Canada, uh, they are heavily populated with people whose ancestors came from Africa. So when you total up the number of Afro-Americans, real Afro-Americans, uh, in the Western Hemisphere, there are perhaps a hundred million. And if these people ever unite among themselves, not only is it necessary for the Afro-Americans in the United States to be organized, But but it's also necessary for the Afro-Americans in the Caribbean, or the the Afro-Cubans, the Afro-Brazilians. It's it's necessary for all of them to be organized. And then once they are organized in each place, we have to organize among ourselves so that the Afro-American in the United States will be uh, working uh, in conjunction in a coordinated program with those who are in Cuba and those in Brazil and those in Venezuela. And those throughout the Caribbean, in Haiti, and in the West Indian Islands, and in this way, we actually get strength. And it's not an accident that there's no organization existing in the Western Hemisphere that's designed toward that end. It would be they, one of the, would be a direct threat to imperialism as it really exists, and, and to colonial-
2: these brothers, Martin, Malcolm, and so many others, the Black Panthers. This is how they thought in the '60s. And if there was any opposition and destruction of this type of thinking and behavior, the operation is almost complete in terms of present community environment. And let me add living environment, lady future, let's clip it.
14: Last year, there were a million black boys that wanted to play in the NBA. Of that million, only 400,000 would even go on to play high school football, uh, basketball. Of that 400,000, only 4,000 would be able to play college ball. Of that 4,000, only 35, not 35,000, 35, not 3,500, 35 will make it to the NBA. Of that 35, only seven will start for an NBA team. The average life of an NBA player is four years mm-hmm. so the real problem is this you have a million brothers looking for seven full-time jobs that would only last for four years mm-hmm. yet last year we had a hundred thousand jobs available to be computer programmers engineers and doctors but only a thousand brothers qualify so our appeal to black males should be that you realize the odds that that you do most is that what you do best? We need more Black role models encouraging our youth in math and science. Mm-hmm. Just education in general, not necessarily just sports. I realize in Black in black households, we use sports to help us as a tool to have your kids do well in school. We gotta expose our kids more. A lot of times in the Black community, we, we have these sayings that Black people don't do that.
2: I really liked where um, the gentleman was coming from And when you break it down like that, it might need to be broken down in the household so the young African-American male can recognize the odds and what's the better opposition, not necessarily opposition, but opportunity. Lady Future, let's clip it.
13: Taught Black men to be fathers. I think we're doing a good job considering, an excellent job considering what we've been through. We were never meant to be men. We were never meant to be fathers because if we were fathers on the plantation, it meant that our children would listen to us before they listened to the person upstairs. And the moment we had any type of control on the plantation, they sold us or killed us because they had no room for anybody with power. So now here we are, 1865, so to speak, and they emancipate us. And now we're supposed to be fathers. Well, who taught us how to be fathers? From cradle to the grave, we were never fathers. We had no example of what a father was. The best that we had was fiddler. Kunta Kinte had fiddler. That was the best he had for a father. Now we're just coming up out of our, what Bob Marley calls our sleepless slumber. And now we're coming to realize what a father really is. Any male can impregnate a woman, but only a man can be a father. Who is like that in our lives? So we're trying to catch up on no excuses. Nature don't know no excuses, but there are reasons. In understanding the reasons, we then can move towards solving the challenge that we have and just understand what a man is. A man realizes that responsibility is two words, not one. It's the response to your abilities. It's not responsibility. It's your response to your abilities. And I think little by little, step by step, we're coming up out of this sleepless slumber.
2: There are so many heavy, heavy, deep African-American men and women. However, the show is focused on the African-American man taking back the community. And so I preface this by saying, can you imagine if... 50% 50% of these brothers got together, what they could do with the imagination. And let's not talk about the ability.
12: Lady future, let's clip it. Being a real nigga, Even cause needed. real niggas is dumb. All the real niggas I know, idiots. <laughs> they, they they dumb, they don't know shit, they broke as fuck. All they living on is a rep from high school yeah. or from their early twenties. They 50 now, broke as shit or they in jail doing life. Don't be a real nigga, be a real man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Be a real stand-up man. Be about your family. Take care of your woman. Protect your woman. Protect your kids. Provide. Be of use to society. You know what I'm saying? You know,
2: and I don't always like the language. I got to tell you, it bothers me, right? But we're in a new time and a new generation. And one of my close colleagues said, you know, he's a pastor, and his favorite saying is, what was will never be. Although it may be true, it bothers me. I don't like the language and how we communicate when we have a platform. Lady Future, let's clip it.
22: You lost. The young black males in America today, y'all are lost. Y'all fantasize about gold. Y'all fantasize about cars. Y'all are doing anything to get this money to where you can go have a good night, one night, at the strip club or buy you some clothes or just do this shit. Go get your job. You're going to wind up in that pentatio that pentatio ain't fun. Or you're going to wind up dead. And then one thing that I like, see that the young black males got a bad habit of doing, whenever they kill somebody, four young brothers go to jail because there's four of them together or three of them together and they all wind up telling on one another. And the only way that the young black males can win this day and time in America is you've got to go get your job. You can't commit no crimes no more. They got cameras everywhere. They see everything that you're doing. I got to tell you, you
2: hear the same thing over and over, young black males. Because when you think of crime and robbery, you don't think of young black African-American sisters. You for sure don't think that. So the focus has to be on the leadership of the African-American male and man. Taking back the community. Like they say, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. I'm going to drive this point every show. Lady Future,
8: let's clip it. Black owned bank in DC partners with a black owned bank from LA to combine assets to over $1 billion and become the largest black owned bank in the country. Group economics, it's not the he, it's the we. And it's not black excellence. It's just excellent done by black people. Family, we can do the same thing on our micro levels. I've done it in my real life. Syndications, funds, group economics, own things, control assets. I'm on the the same goal. $20, $50 million funds, a billion of assets, a billion of capital under management in my real life. Join us, DME cash flow. For mentorship on how to maximize your equity, your retirement accounts, your credit, or your business. Tap in. Let's go.
2: That's what I like to hear. Success as excellence. As the brother said, black people just doing it. Lady Future, let's clip it is not wrong listen to this
17: i'm going to challenge all black people for this 2024 election and stop going to your polling place and just voting democrat 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 without even knowing what's going on just because you've been told to always vote for the democratic party what has the democratic party done for us as black people in the past i don't know 50 years even the first black president he didn't do for the advancement of black people in this country whatsoever. Barack Obama did more for the LGBTQ community, more for the gay community, signing laws protecting them and their advancement and their rights than he did for black people the entire eight years he was in office. So why are we still sitting up here voting Democrat when they don't do for us when we have old white men telling us you ain't black if you don't vote for me but then he goes to the office and does absolutely nothing for black americans but we sit up here and we vote democrat every single time because we've been told to hasn't helped you hasn't helped your mama it's not gonna help your kids
2: Well, she is not wrong you know i'm all about the democrats i'm all about us but um i think we need to use and we definitely deserve it there needs to be an initiative. If there's not reparations on the ballot, if there's not reparations being talked about uh, among the Congress, we kind of got to stand our ground because what's it going to hurt? Because if we don't get the reparations, let's be clear about this, we out the game. So having said that, I enjoyed the show. Hopefully I enjoyed the company. This is the end of the show. I will see you in a couple of weeks. As you know, the show is on every month, the second and fourth Sunday of every month. I'm pulling for Lamar. Don't mind if Patrick Mahomes make it. Let's have a good Super Bowl and enjoy your Sunday. We out.